Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey His command to watch therefore and be ready, for you don't know the hour or the day your Lord is coming. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, encouraging everyone who's watching more than ever to watch therefore and be ready. I'm so thankful to be with you once again on the program Watch Therefore. We're going to finalize our teaching that we've been in for a while in the book of 2 Peter. And what a help this precious letter from the Apostle Peter is to those who will read his word, hear his word, and listen to the word of God spoken by the Holy Spirit through that Apostle Peter. Oh, how relevant this all is for today. And I think you're going to even see that in this program. So I pray that you have ears to hear and eyes to see. As a matter of fact, let's pray that for all of us right now as we begin this final teaching in the book of Second Peter. Oh, Father in heaven, thank you in Messiah Jesus' name. Thank you for this book from your book that will help us to watch therefore and be ready when you come for us in the clouds, Lord Jesus, to take us back to that place you've been preparing for us. Please bless all of our viewers today. We thank you and praise you. Give us eyes that can see and ears that can hear. Please, Father, we ask this in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, what I'm going to do is a review read from the last time we were together in 2 Peter. I'm going to begin in verse 9 and in verse 13 in our review read and then continue for uh, beginning today's teaching with verse 14 and 15. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in which the heavens will pass away with a great noise and the elements will melt with fervent heat, both the earth and the works that are in it will be burned up. Therefore, since all these things will be dissolved, what manner of persons ought you to be in holy conduct and godliness, looking for and hasting the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be dissolved, being on fire, and with the elements will melt with fervent heat? Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. Now we continue in that which we're going to look into in greater detail today and the final teaching of 2 Peter 3. Therefore, beloved, looking forward to these things, be diligent to be found by him in peace without spot and blameless, and consider that the long-suffering of our Lord is salvation, as also our beloved brother Paul, according to the wisdom given to him, has written to you. Remember, 
We are to be looking for the Lord. We're to be looking for Him to come for us like a thief in the night to take us back to that place that He has been preparing for us. I'll never forget what I heard from a preacher one time. He said that like a thief in the night, the, Lord, the Lord's going to quickly come in and get us. And the difference between the Lord and a thief, one distinction is that a thief takes what is not his, where the Lord is going to come and take what is his that he bought with his precious blood. Us, the dead in Messiah Yeshua, our Lord Jesus, who will be raised, and we who are alive and remain will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord of the air, and so shall we always be with the Lord. And we will go back to that place he's been preparing for us that he spoke about in John chapter 14 in the Gospel of John. And, and, and we're to be looking for that and the other prophetic scenarios that are in front of us that are mentioned in our review read that we had just a moment ago. And, and Peter also refers in verse 15 back to 2 Peter 3.9 that we just read. The Lord is not slack concerning His promise as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And, and, and Peter tells us that the Apostle Paul said and wrote the same things. That we should be looking for the rapture and these end time scenarios that culminate with our return with Messiah Jesus when he returns to sit on the throne of David in Jerusalem. It's when the times of the Gentiles fully gives way to the day of the Lord. Oh, hallelujah and hallelujah. We're to be looking forward to these things. How? How are we to be looking forward to these things? Well, Peter says that we should be diligently, persistently, consistently, faithfully living with the goal to be found by Messiah Jesus in a condition that is not like that of the world that's about to be judged by Him because it is so against Him. No, we're to be found we're to pursue with all of our hearts to be found in a condition that reflects one that has made peace with the true and living Elohim the Father, Elohim the Son, and Elohim the Holy Spirit. Uh, we're to live lives as His faithful servant disciples. And remember, that's the goal of this program. The goal of this program is, to, is to, th that I would be a disciple and that I would help make disciples who one day will, will hear from our Lord as He has come back for us and we're at the judgment seat of Messiah, that we will hear from Him, Well done, thy good and faithful servant. Yes? Remember, the, the fellow I told you about who wrote years ago that there's two days on his calendar, today and that day, where we stand before our Lord and Savior, Messiah, Yeshua. Yes? Uh, we're to live lives as His faithful servants. To be without spot or blemish, as Peter mentioned a moment ago, and, and flash that passage back up on the screen. To be without spot or blemish means that we're not soiled with the things of this world. I, imagine, if you will, a white suit or a white gown with a huge black stain on it. 
No good. Our lives are to, be, are to be blameless in that nobody could legitimately accuse us for living in a way that contradicts our profession of faith in Messiah Jesus. Yes, that's what it means to be, to be blameless. And let's look at this. Let's continue on through this teaching. Therefore, beloved, looking forward to these things, be diligent to be found by him in peace without spot and blameless. And consider that the long suffering of our Lord is salvation as also our beloved brother Paul, according to the wisdom given, wisdom given to him, has written to you as also in all his epistles, speaking in them of these things, in which are some things hard to understand, which untaught and unstable people twist to their own destruction as they do also the rest of the scriptures. With regard to verse 16, I'm going to discuss a very serious trend that is increasing. Um, even recently, I've experienced this more than in the decades past since I've been serving the Lord. I've experienced it down through the time, but I'm experiencing it more, experiencing it more even now. And I believe it's increasing since the time that Peter wrote about this. And that is twisting Paul's words around as Peter warns of here. And, and so what people do is primarily one of two things. Either they get angry at Paul and they twist his words around and then accuse him of not being an authentic apostle so that his words in the Bible really aren't as authoritative as the rest of the Bible. That way they don't have to listen to him or line their lives up with him. Or twisting Paul's words around to misinterpret them to change the Bible to fit what they want it to say. And so we're going to go to a very important break in just a moment. Don't go anywhere. I've got some very important information I'll be sharing with you in it. And then we'll come back to this. And when we do, what I'm going to share with you are four primary categories that people twist Paul's words around to their own destruction as they do also with the rest of the scriptures, okay? Four primary categories where, and I've experienced them, and I have experienced some of them more than others even recently. I've experienced these where, the, where people are twisting Paul's words around and they're doing both the things I mentioned a moment ago, um, accusing Paul because he says this, this, and this of not being a, a real apostle and not having the authority that the others did to write the Bible. Right. And then and, 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 and then the twisting his words around to make them fit what they want, what they want them to say in according to their their agenda. OK, so uh, it's going to listen. Buckle your seatbelt, folks. And get ready. This is really controversial stuff. And we're just going to see what the word says. And, and, and I pray those who are watching and listening that you're predisposed to say, you know what? I'm going to go with what the Word of God says. And, and so I encourage you to get ready, buckle up, and remember to watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. Our Messiah Jesus commanded his followers to go and make disciples. And we're confident in him that the watch therefore message is helping to make faithful servant disciples all over the world 
as the Watch Therefore television program is now seen in over 200 countries, potentially in 200 million homes. Join with us as we help others learn to watch Therefore and be ready. Along with our Watch Therefore television ministry, we also have our ministries blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations, according to Romans 1.16, that tells us to take the gospel to the Jew first, blessing Israeli believers, and then to the nations, poured out for the nations. Blessing Israeli Believers was co-founded by our ministry partner, John McTurnan, and myself as we partner with Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus to be a shining light in Israel. And then to the nations with our ministry, poured out for the nations, through which we take the gospel, discipleship, the Watch Therefore message to many countries in Africa and other places as well. Now let me tell you one of the best ways to follow along with what's going on in these ministries is through our, through our newsletters, Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nations. You can sign up for our monthly newsletters. Go to our website, watchtherefore.tv and sign up with the newsletter so you can know how to pray and partner with this ministry. I'm going to talk to you about prayer and financial support for our ministries, but first let me say this. If you haven't received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please do not send any money into this program. It's our desire that you would be our guest and receive Messiah Jesus as your Savior and Lord. But for those who want to participate, you don't want to just be a spectator, but a participant. You can pray and give and help us in our kingdom work. We can partner together in getting out the Watch Therefore message, blessing Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus and partnering with them and going to the nations with the gospel and discipleship in the Watch Therefore message. There's three primary ways that you can financially partner. You can give to the Watch Therefore television media. If you enjoy this program and are glad it's on the air in your area, you can help keep it on by praying and also sending in your financial support. Also, as you give, you can give to Blessing Israeli Believers, and then also our ministries poured out for the nations as you support our gospel and discipleship work in the nations. Go to watchtherefore.tv, find out more details, or you can send in a check and you can see on the screen how you can give by post. I encourage all of our viewers to get a copy of my new book, Activate the Blessings of the Abraham Covenant. With a donation of any amount, we'll send you a copy of Activate the Blessings of the Abraham Covenant. It's important that you put ATB in the notes section, either online or in the memo section of your check. Use the information on the screen there. This book will help you experience in greater measure the blessings the Lord has for you in this critical hour. Welcome back to Watch Therefore. We're continuing on as we finalize our teaching in the book of 2 Peter. And I'm going to read where we left off at some of the verses we saw in the first part of the program. Therefore, beloved, looking forward to these things, be diligent to be found by him in peace without spot and blameless. And consider that the long-suffering of our Lord is salvation, as also our beloved brother Paul, according to the wisdom given to him, has written to you, as also in all his epistles, speaking in them of these things. 
in which are some things hard to understand, which untaught and unstable people twist to their own destruction, as they do also the rest of the scriptures. Earlier in the program, just before the break, I said I would identify four areas, and I know there are more, but here are four areas where people tend to twist Paul's words around. And I said that they do so because they don't like what the words say, so they want them to mean something different, so they twist them around. Also, there are those who attack Paul and say he is not up to the same standard. He, his words, you don't have to listen to him like you do others who wrote the Bible because um, he doesn't have the same authority that they did. Where they get that? Well, I don't want to go there. Anyhow, four primary areas people twist the scriptures Paul wrote to their own destruction. And after mentioning them, I'll give some of the verses Paul writes pertaining to each one. And remember, as some watching, you won't like some of these verses. But know this, I didn't write them, and really, neither did Paul. Their Holy Spirit breathed. These are God's words. Number one, order in the marriage and family, the order between husbands and wives and children. Ephesians 5, beginning with verse 22. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord, for the husband is head of the wife, as also Christ is head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Therefore, just as the church is subject to Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word that he might present her to himself a glorious church not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing but that she should be holy and without blemish and then down to ephesians 6 beginning verse 1 children obey your parents in the lord for this is right honor your father and mother which is the first commandment with promise that it may be well with you and you may live long on the earth and you fathers do not provoke your children to wrath but bring them up in the training and admonition of the lord number two order in the church often regarding men and women and their roles in the body of messiah now most often those who don't like these verses speak about how the culture was then when these verses were written compared to now as the reason to twist these passages folks the modern culture is more evil than ever in history it's our evil culture that is the problem not a legitimate reason to twist Paul's words in the Holy Scriptures. 1 Timothy 2, beginning in verse 11. Let a woman learn in silence with all submission. And I do not permit a woman to teach her to have authority over a man, but to be in silence. For Adam was formed first, then Eve. And Adam was not deceived, but the woman being deceived fell into transgression. Nevertheless, she will be saved in childbearing if they continue in faith, love, and holiness with self-control. And listen, when it says in silence and submission, this means that women are not to usurp or want to take the role of men in the church. It doesn't mean that they're somehow of less value or to be treated without love and honor. Yes? And, and it's, it's not that women should not teach at all. It's that they should not teach or have authority over men. Women are to teach and admonish other women. That's what we see 
in the New Covenant book of Titus that Paul wrote. Titus 2, beginning verse 1, But as for you, speak the things which are proper for sound doctrine, that the older men be sober, reverent, temperate, sound in faith, in love and patience, the older women likewise, that they be reverent in behavior, not slanders, not given to much wine, teachers of good things, that they admonish the young women to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, chaste homemakers, good, obedient to their husbands, that the word of God may not be blasphemed. Three. Paul's teaching on the rapture and other prophetic scenarios. For time, I'm just going to show a couple passages from the rapture. 1 Thessalonians 4, beginning in verse 16. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with a voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and thus we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. Oftentimes, um, there are people who are aggressively against the rapture, and I ask them, do you ever comfort people with the rapture? And certainly, they don't. Uh, Titus 2, beginning in verse 11, for the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in the present age, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people zealous for good works. Speak these things, exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no one despise you. And that last verse, that's what I do on this program and in my life frequently. And obviously, if grace is teaching us to look every day for the rapture, it could take place any time. And many don't like that, so they twist Paul's words around. Four, Paul's teaching about the Sabbath and dietary rules. Romans 14, beginning in verse 5. One person esteems one day above another. Another esteems every day alike. Let each be fully convinced in his own mind. He who observes the day observes it to the Lord. And he who does not observe the day to the Lord, he does not observe it. He who eats, eats to the Lord, for he gives God thanks. And he who does not eat to the Lord, he does not eat and gives God thanks. So Paul tells us that keeping the Sabbath in the new covenant is a matter of conscience. It's a matter of conscience and personal conviction with the Lord. Yes, many, especially some from the Jewish Roots movement, they don't like that. And by the way, there are some really great teachers in the Jewish Roots Movement from whom I've learned so much, and yet some that are dangerous, like in Paul's day. Be safe. Keep Messiah Yeshua, our Lord Jesus, at the center of your faith. And listen, with regard to this fourth one, I've had people say to me, well, if I have to choose between listening to Paul or listening to Yeshua, Jesus, I'll listen to Yeshua. And I say to them, you don't have to choose between listening to one or the other because both have written the Word of God. Both words, now actually, the apostles wrote the words of Messiah Jesus, yes, and quoted him, right? And with regard to their quotes that Messiah Jesus said and Paul's words that were written, they are all God's words. You don't have to choose between one or the other. They dovetail 
perfectly because they're the word of the living God. Hallelujah. And again, I'm confident some are angry at me for at least one of these things that I've said today. And some are angry at Paul or, or they twist his words to their own destruction. But remember what Peter said about parts of the Bible that the apostle Paul wrote. Let's take a look again. As also in all his epistles, speaking them of these things in which are some things hard to understand, which untaught and unstable people twist to their own destruction, as they do also the rest of the script of the scriptures. If these untaught and unstable people, if they twist Paul's words around, they don't stop there. They do the same with the rest of the scriptures. Yes, and they do so to their own destruction. Real simple principle here. You ready? You can change your lives to fit the Bible for a blessed eternity. Or attempt to change the scriptures to your own destruction. The Lord puts before us life and death. Sadly, many untaught and unstable teachers and leaders, they're very popular today. And I strongly encourage everyone, read 2 Peter chapter 2 again. The whole chapter warns about and teaches how to identify false teachers and leaders. When these false, when these Paul twisters, these false teachers come around, I warn them in love. I warn them with the love of the Lord. And I read this passage from 2 Peter. Now let's finish up. Are you ready? You therefore, beloved, since you know this beforehand, beware lest you fall from your own steadfastness, being led away with the error of the wicked, but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. As we close out today, remember this. We have a fair warning from the Lord. Beware lest we fall from our own steadfastness. Don't be led away with the error of the wicked. Excuse me. Instead, let's do this. Let's grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Messiah, Jesus. Yes. And I want to ask you this as we close out. Have you truly received him as your Lord and Savior? Quickly, I'll tell you. He died on the cross for your sins. He was buried. And on the third day, hallelujah, he rose from the grave. And if you'll turn away from your sins for the very first time and receive him, and believe what he's done for you and receive him as your Savior and Lord. He'll send his Holy Spirit to live in you and change you. Cry out to him now even. Oh, Lord Jesus, save me. I'm a sinner. I want to repent and follow you, Lord. With all of my heart, I'm asking, please save me, Lord Jesus. Amen. And if you're doing that, there's information at the bottom of your screen. Contact us. We want to send some free information to you to help you begin your new life in Messiah Jesus. I pray the book of 2 Peter has blessed you like it has me. And I encourage everyone watching to watch therefore and be ready. Messiah Jesus is coming for us any moment. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. 
we are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready. Slain, he'll come again. Our conquering king on that day, his sword will go forth to take back and restore.